Have you ever wondered as a mom if you have any leadership characteristics inside of you that you can use either in your home or community? Stay tuned. We have an amazing episode for you today. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast, a show that lifts, encourages, supports, and educates mothers to do their best in their awesome responsibility to raise, teach, and champion the rising generation. Join us as we talk to and answer questions from mothers nationwide about the challenges, heartbreaks, joys, and lessons learned from one mother to another. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast. And I'm Tamara Anderson, and this is Deanne Taylor. And we are so excited to have you on today. And today we have an interesting topic, don't we, Deanne? Yes, I love it. I've known Sharon for several years, and she is a leader. She's going to share with us today how she learned leading within. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Because I think sometimes we as moms feel that we fail at so many things that it's good to know that sometimes it takes baby steps to not only build yourself within your home and become a leader within your home, but then take those same skills that you're learning and over the process of time, be able to apply them not only within the community, but also in your work. Absolutely. I'm excited to hear what she has to say. All right, here we go. Our guest today is a native of Calvert County, Maryland, and loves working with the next generation and professionals to empower them to tap into their leadership skills and project manager skills as they build their confidence. She is the mother of four girls and grandmother of four boys and four girls. I am pleased to present Sharon Parker. Sharon, are you ready to teach us some amazing things today? I am ready to have some fun and teach you when you teach me and we just teach the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. So I thought we would break the ice kind of with a humorous incident. And Sharon, you said that you had a funny story that happened when you were interacting with your mom as a younger girl. Would you mind sharing that story really quick? Not a problem. Absolutely. I may have been 12 years old. In my hometown of Calvert County, Maryland, for those who don't know, it's 45 minutes from Washington, D.C., a little dirt road that we grew up on. And I was on my bike. You know how people ride their bikes normally? Oh, no, not Sharon. Once called Sharon Lee, she decided to stand up on her bike. <laughs> <laughs> Going down a hill, hands free. Oh, wow. My mom saw me and she just looked at me and laughed first because she's like, I knew you could do it, but I can't believe you did it. And she said, one day you're going to be a trendsetter. And I don't know what that is, but you were too bold. And that was the funniest thing to me because I just didn't think about it. I had no fear whatsoever. I did it and I survived. I didn't fall. I didn't get hurt. And she just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. And you have become a trendsetter, but first it seems you had to overcome a little bit of shyness. And one of the, the things that you talk about, especially as a young mother, 
And what you teach is leading from within. So leading within. So tell me how you went from being a shy person to being able to lead within your home. Well, that's an excellent question. And I I can honestly say when you grow up in the country, you're not subjected to a lot of scrutiny. People looking at you saying you should do it this way, you should do it that way. Well, no, you didn't have this or you didn't have that. You just live your life free. And me being a time boy, like I mentioned, I wasn't scared of anything. But what my mom said to me stuck in my, my head. It stuck when she said that I was a trendsetter. It made me want to better myself. So I got the education that I required in school. I made a lot of mistakes along the way, but something stuck in me where I felt like I always wanted to be learning, 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 learning. And I was able to learn enough to be confident to find my voice. And once I found my voice, I started taking training, project management training, leadership training, entrepreneur training, you name it. And that built up my confidence to now be called what I like to brand myself as the leading within strategist. But it is because of my mom belief in me that I didn't even know inspired me to want to keep on moving forward to develop myself because there was a lot of unfortunately disadvantaged communities in Calvary County and my family, they grew up with one of those disadvantaged communities. And we knew that in order to make it, you had to get your education, be a productive citizen, and just keep on, you know, striving until you reach the heights of what you want to do in life. Hmm. I know you have a lot of techniques to help us with, but with what you're saying, and being a mother, of course, we're talking to mothers here. How did you as a mother train that? teach your children those leadership tendencies. I'm a true believer that you show by example, by teaching. Yell, wanting to fuss, wanting to punish all the time doesn't always work. As I mentioned earlier, that I had to overcome challenges myself and understanding what my family was about. Me being the fourth youngest of 12 siblings. Can you imagine Mm. being the fourth youngest of 12 siblings and everyone is high energy, got their own, own voice and everyone understood that their perspective mattered the most. What you were saying didn't matter. So I had to show my children that in order for you to have your own identity and in order for you to be respected and appreciated for what you do, you really got to one, find your voice. Like I had to find my voice. That was part of leading from within. And then once you build up the confidence to get those tools that you need, it could be speaking tools, it could be management tools, it could be technology tools, social media tools, whatever it was that you are, you know, specifically interested in, develop yourself to be able to just perform at the best height possible. So yes, leading within for my family was showing them by example, if I can do it at being almost 60 years old, you can do it being 10 15, 20, 40, whatever. You can continue to learn as I'm learning today. Mm, I absolutely love that. What I find interesting about your story is that that seed planted by your mother that you would be a trendsetter was something that she planted that seed and it bloomed within you. And it seems like you, you use the same technique with your children. Yes. You planted within them, hey, you can do anything you choose to do. Just plant that seed, nurture it, help it to grow, and then you become who you want to be. Exactly. What do you think as mothers we can do to help identify 
strengths in our children? Like, do you have any tips on that? So I would like to share the first tip would be just to listen to your children. Even if they make a mistake, even if they do something that you know they shouldn't have done, listen to them and ask them why. Why did you do it? What is it that you, were, that you wanted to do when you were thinking about it? If they didn't think about it, did they just did it just based on instincts or whatever? Try to find out or give them tools to help them think through their process. So listen to them one, ask them why two, and then give them techniques on how to address something if they do something out of order, let's just say again, whatever that thing may be. Mm. Um, as it relates to development, trying to find out what they're, what I call gifts, all of us were born with unique gifts. Some can sing, some can dance, some can write books, some can spell, some can just be almost anything. And they're born with that gift. Try to find out early what they do good, okay? And they do it effortlessly, okay, without actually a lot of help from you. And then develop that skill. Get them in some summer activities, school activities, get them in something that will birth that skill out of them. I used to love to dress up. I used to love to always put dresses on dolls. So now I have four girls, no boys. I would always dress my daughters up like they were going to church just because I like to see that, that classy image in them. So that was my gift. And I just developed that. And I got me in a little trouble as I got older because I love to spin. So <laughs> yes, just find out what that gift is, that skill is and develop that. Oh, I love that. And you're right. They are born with different skills and gifts. And I think we as moms often have that mom instinct of look at what they're doing there. That's mm -hmm. totally unique. And, and I need to point it out to them. Kind of like your mom pointed it out to you. Yes. Ask them why they're doing things to try to figure out how they think, how they process. These yeah. are just amazing, amazing tips. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break, so stay tuned. The National Fifth Grade Essay Contest will open on August 15th of this year, and the last day for entries, the deadline, is December 15th. So remember those dates, August 15th to December 15th. Go online to AmericanMothers.org, click on What We Do at the top, click on Fifth Grade Essay Contest, and you will find all the materials to submit a child's essay and entry form. It's an easy process and we hope to have many, many entries. Again, the contest begins August 15th and closes on December 15th. Now let's transition this to leading within in the community and in the workplace. Yeah. This is something that you have had a lot of experience in. Talk to me about what leading within work and the community has looked like for you. Well, I got to tell you, one of the things I mentioned earlier that I had to learn a lot because I wanted to be elevated above my current situation. So websites, social media, writing, posting, whatever it took, I had to learn a lot. But before I could do that, at a point in my life, I had to understand my purpose and my mission in life. And I had to find out what that was. And I was, unfortunately, it took four decades for me to find it out. I was in my 40s when I found out what my true purpose was. And my true purpose was to always give back to my family, give back to the community where I'm, where I'm creating some form of legacy. 
Legacy could be your history. It could be your family's property. It could be whatever your family have of value that you want to not only educate and transfer down to the next generation, but you also want to inspire the world with your story, with your message. Look where you were, look how you overcame challenges and look where you, your family is going to be in the, in the years to come. So doing that is not easy. It's not easy, as, especially as an introvert, as I was in being shy. It's not easy to share with people. I have something in my brain that I want to share you, share with you all, but I don't know how to articulate it. I don't know how to present it where you would even want to listen to me. What do I need to do? So I had to follow a lot of other professionals out in the community, professional speakers, coaches, mentors. I had to figure out what their technique was. And once I figured out their technique, I started applying it to my purpose and applying it to my mission. So I started branding myself. So I'm like, okay, start with a book. If you want people to know who you are, know why you've done what you've done over the years, brand yourself. The title of my book is True Synergy Work Leading Within. Everything that I do is all governing around leading within. I shared with you earlier that I put on like eight conferences. That's no joke. <laughs> wow. And I did a lot of planning of that behind the scenes myself. I've had a committee, but I didn't really utilize them the way that I should. So I put a lot of pressure on myself on just, okay, what's in my head? What, I want, what do I want to get out? How much money do I have to invest? Where's the venue I have to go? What most importantly is the message I want individuals to get out of that conference. So leading within kind of helped me do that. Project management, as I mentioned um, earlier too, is a skill set that I needed to be able to take each phase of each project, each initiative, each event, and apply it to leading within. You know, you gotta plan your activities. You gotta actually, well, initiate first and you gotta plan it and you have to execute it. You have to monitor each phase and then you have to close it out. I started learning that 22 years ago. I took project management and I'm like, okay, what's the thought? That's the initiation. How do I make it happen? Okay, brainstorm it, write it down, plan it. How do I execute it? Make sure that I got all the pieces in place with the right people in place and just go and do it and then monitor the whole process and close closing the process, which is just having an event, highlighting your successes and moving on to the next event or next project. In my book, I talk about the power of five. The power of five means grace and power from God. Just that's what it means to me. Mm -hmm. And I draw on that in my mindset, and I call it synergy. Anything that comes in my presence comes around me on social media or in, in, in just the elements or just people. If it's something good, I'm going to pull that resource into what I'm doing. And I'm going to try to connect the dots where it's helping all of us grow collectively in whatever we're doing. So the power of five is not only about how I pull on the energy, but it's also a message to the community about legacy. Being from Coward County, for those who don't know, it's not even about being shy, but I, I grew up in the 60s. I'm going to tell my age, but I was five years old in 1968. And 1968 was the same year that Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated. And I'm a little girl and I'm playing on the church ground and I'm asking God, oh my God, God, why? What happened? Why don't people like Dr. Martin Luther King? Expecting an answer, didn't get one, went back to plan. And I'm like, oh, I think he's answering me. 
how many years later? 35 years later, again, in my forties, I found my purpose. So I'm sharing that story with you that that's when I started understanding that knowing who you are, knowing your history, knowing your legacy is key. Now it's about sharing it with the world. So I started doing that and we're here to just continue to promote it, continue to lead from within, but most importantly, not for me, for my family, for the next generation, for my grandparents who I never met because they had passed before I was born, and for the community. If my story can inspire someone to reach back and, and, and bring their family back together, that's what I would like to do. If my stories can make someone connect with their mom again, connect with their dad, their siblings, that's what I want to do. That's amazing, Sharon. The thing that I really appreciate about you is you didn't give up when you were 40. You were in trenched in family and children. You were just surviving to get your children raised. And so many mothers don't feel like they have time for anything Mm -hmm. until they get to your age. They can start thinking, okay, now raised my children. My children are going to be okay. I can support them and still impact the community. I think there's a time and a season and um, Younger mothers can look at you and go, oh, I want to be just like Sharon. Look what she's done. Look, she's accomplished. She's found her mission and her value in life. So I I appreciate that you put a timeline in your life that you were able to create yourself through the years. So thank you for that timetable, because I think mothers want to do it all right now. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome what you were saying, Deanne, you're right. It's not, it's also about the children, but guess what? About the grandchildren as well. A lot of times people forget about those grandchildren because our children may have missed some things along the way and we may need to help them with raising those grandchildren. And and I can't wait to share. I just left one of my grandchildren's high school in Thomas Stone High School in Charles County, Maryland. And I was an advocate for her. I walked into the school with no titles, none whatsoever. A grandma. And I said, I want to advocate for my granddaughter let me speak with the principal and the vice principal and the guidance counselor. I want to speak with those who can impact change so that my grandchild will have a better chance to get through high school, especially with all of the issues going on since COVID-19 has just tore up everything for so many families. But you have to be an advocate for your grandkids as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying that. That's true. That's part of your legacy too. Yeah. Thank you for putting us in a good light too. Grandparenting is pretty awesome. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Absolutely. No, this is fantastic. I love everything that you shared, Sharon. And I think it's so important that we, first of all, realize that we can make a difference. We can find our voice. And then learning, like you said, the power of five, learning those five key principles from initiation to closing the deal so that we can each begin where we are and make a difference wherever we are in our communities. And they can be in small ways. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be in making events. And I think as we start thinking about this as women, that we can find our space and be able to make a difference, not only in our homes, but also then from our homes spreading out into the communities and impacting the world, just like you. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. I I know for sure, knowing the phases is one thing, knowing how to apply the phases is a whole different conversation. The tools, 
the skill sets, the techniques, the best practices in all of those phases. It took time to learn that. And when I said I started project management 22 years ago, one of the things that came out of project management was me understanding that I was an introvert, understanding that I chose not to want to engage sometimes with people that may have been, you know, exciting, talkative, you know, all of that. I chose not to want to be in that mindset because it distracted me from thinking. But I didn't know that. I just thought I had an attitude with this. I'm like, why don't I want to, why don't, why am I not interacting with these people? Why am I not happy? Why am I not doing what they're doing? Because I'm thinking about what's going on now and what's going to go on next in project management helped me with that. Like I say, it's so many intricacies in each phases that I'm sure will benefit so many communities. And that's why I branded my platform leading within leadership using project management. Hmm. So tell us before we wrap this up, tell me where we can find you and your book and your courses and, and all of that. Well, I tell you, social media, I was told a long time ago, sharing people may not want to know about your organization, Rosa. They may not want to know that you were the former president for the Blacks in Government, the Robert C. Weaver chapter. They may not want to know all of these titles that you are the president for the Maryland chapter of American Mothers, Inc. They want to know you for who you are and your story. So I brand myself again as a power of five, but I also brand myself as a civil rights baby. So sharing that, if you find me on Facebook, just look for Sharon Parker on Facebook, type in Power 5, you know, Civil Rights Baby, you know, Leading Within, it's going to bring me out. If you go on to Instagram, I'm Sharon underscore Leading underscore within on again making it about the community. I have a few websites, but one that's really important is the makingofyou.com. www.themakingofyou.com. That's just you. That's just you, not Y-O-U. Just just the letter U. Thank you. Just the letter letter U.com. And that is just me providing the knowledge and the skill sets on what it took me to develop myself. And now I want to share with the world. My history organization is ROSA. It is www.roasaliv as in Victor, es.org. And for those who don't know, Rosa means remembering our ancestors' synergistic association, remembering guys what we all have in common. Okay, that's what Rosa means. And last but not least, my email is Sharon at leadingwithin.org. Wonderful. My goodness, what a difference you make in the world. And can we find your book on Amazon? Is that the yes, best place you to go? You can find my book on Amazon or you can go to any of my websites and find the book because I always have a, a page up there for the book. But just put in true synergy work and it'll come right out. I prefer you buying it from me on my website. Go to www.leadingwithin.org and just go to the purchase the book and I will mail one to you. Yay. <laughs> That sounds awesome. Now, Deanne, do you have anything you want to ask before we wrap it up? Just thank you, Sharon, so much for joining us today. You are amazing. I've loved knowing you and getting to know you better these last few years. And today I've learned so much more about what you do. (laughs) I think it's very valuable for every mother to find their leadership within, become a leader within, and accept that not just in their homes, but also in their community when the time is right. And sometimes that might be when their children are young, you might have to step up and lead within to, to advocate for your children like you did for your granddaughter. 
Thank so you. thank you for empowering us as mothers to step up. You're very, very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank both of you. I, I love this podcast. This is my first one. I hope I made you proud. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Sharon. You're welcome. For taking time with us this morning. You're awesome. Thank you. My Have love. a great rest of your week. Thank you. On behalf of all the volunteers at the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast, we thank those who have donated to help make this podcast a reality. We rely on our listeners who are able to support our efforts to encourage mothers. If you want to help us in these efforts, and we invite you to go to www.americanmothers.org forward slash donate and give what you can. Every little bit will help us. Thank you. We appreciate your listening and helping us provide these podcasts for you. Sherry from Arizona shared this comment with us. Help children discover what they're good at and not so good at, and to realize both are okay. If they can understand that all gifts, skills, and talents are wonderful, they will feel secure even when they can't do one thing because they can do another thing well. And here's a little note that I would like to share, especially as we've been listening to Sharon today. This applies to mothers as well. As we try to develop new skills or gifts as adults, we might feel discouraged. Your children will see how you work to overcome the challenges you face, and they will find confidence to try new things themselves. So don't be afraid to go for it, mom. Try new things, develop those skills and talents, and create who you can become. So what is something you've discovered about yourself through your motherhood journey? kind of hard being in COVID situations, but something you've discovered about yourself. My name is Chelsea Strand, and I am the mother of the year for the state of North Dakota. I do have high expectations for myself of what things are going to look like. You know, if I do things a certain way, or if I plan enough, things will just go smoothly and perfectly. And we're all going to be this happy little family. And I think It just goes to show, too, that life is very uncertain, and we can only do the best we can, and that's okay. We want to challenge ourselves to be better each and every day, but that's okay if we don't meet the mark every time, and that it's not a personal thing. I mean, I think we've all been there to think like, ah, like right before we came, I mean, supper was stressful. My two-year-old threw her food on the floor, you know, and it's just like, that's okay. That doesn't mean that I'm a bad parent or I I did something wrong. You're just going to have some of that. Um, And so I guess to be, to be kind and, and humble, because there are days where it's easy to look inward and think, you know, what's wrong with us that we get these results, but you know, we're all just doing the best we can. so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of mom-to-mom encouragement. We understand that being a mother can be overwhelming, but we hope that you found something useful you can apply to your own life. We invite you to share this episode with a friend who might also enjoy the message. The mission of American Mothers is to support mothers, empowering them to positively impact their families and communities. We want each one of you to discover and share your innate, inherent, and natural abilities to bless your children and others. 
The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of American Mothers Incorporated, its members, or employees. AMI is not responsible for, nor does it verify the accuracy of the information contained in the podcast, nor does the series constitute any professional advice or services. We look forward to visiting with you one mom to another next week. Until then, just do your best at mothering and remember you're not alone. You've got an army of mothers all around you cheering you on.